welcome to Grace in the Shadows. This is Dr. Marla Beeler and Dr. J. Dr. Jonathan Beeler. Hello, everybody. Hope you're doing well tonight. We'd like to give a quick shout out to Park City, Utah. We have some new listeners there. Another beautiful place to go. Got the to. RV going. I'll tell you what, Utah is a beautiful state. It is. I've never been there, but I've heard it is gorgeous. All right. You can check us out at graceintheshadowsor.org. You can text or call 251-244-4645. Or you can email us at drjonathan at graceintheshadowsor.org. Okay. You got some, I got some jokes. Oh. Yes, you do. Why yes, you do. did the coach go to the bank? I don't know. Why did the coach go to the bank? To get his quarterback. Yeah. Oh, you did that for the Super Bowl coming up, didn't you? How did you know? Because I just kind of went with it. Yeah. Go okay. Purdy. Oh. Go Purdy. Who is Purdy? Purdy is the quarterback for the 49ers. Oh, okay. He's All very right. good. He's a born again believer. Well, Loves the Lord. I, yeah. I, Brother I, in Christ. Okay. Amen. Go Niners. All right. Why do nurses like red crayons? Do you say crayons or crayons? I say crayons. What do you say? I say crayons. Okay. You know, some people out there, crayons. <laughs> okay. Anyway. Why, why do nurses okay. like red crayons? I d- you'd say crayons. <laughs> oh, you did not. Crayons. Um, I don't know why. Sometimes they have to draw blood. Okay. Yeah. Where do you get these awful? They're dad jokes. Those are bad, though. Yeah. Okay. Well, let's get to our facts. There used to be dance marathons during the Great Depression, and these human endurance contests served as a way of giving financially unstable married couples a roof over their head and food to eat for a few days. So I guess... If they were not making enough money, they say, hey, let's go to the dance off. And the dance partners would take turns sleeping while the other propped them up and continued dancing with them. I like it. <laughs> Negative. That'd be crazy. I don't know. I don't think you and I would do too well. We don't dance that well. I'm not much of a dancer. No, me either. <laughs> yeah. All right. And also, did you know that one in 200 men are direct descendants of Genghis Khan? Genghis Khan. Yeah. The Mongolian emperor was known for siring at least 11 children, and scientists conducted a study in 2003 that showed that one in 200 men share a Y chromosome hmm. with the conqueror. You might. I could be. Who knows? Yeah. I like my steaks with some blood in it. And he was kind of a bloody man. Okay. All right. He liked that. He was kind of a, a he, was, he was not Didn't a nice guy. To have Genghis Khan on Star Trek. Was it Star Trek or another one? No, I think it was Star was it, Trek. Maybe it was. The one that put the bugs in people's ears. Night at the museum, I thought he was in that. He might have been in that Who too. knows? Yeah. I don't know. Anyway. Go Genghis. Go yeah. Genghis. Okay. What's okay. We're talking about, you know, what What in the world? Okay. What in the world do, do we, people go through trials and hard times? True. You know, uh, how come? I mean, is it because we lack faith? Is it because we Can't maybe... Send or could be maybe because we're just um we need uh, to get stronger. Yeah, but yeah. I, I've got some reasons. Okay, actually, okay. I don't. I think well, the Bible does. The Bible gives a reason. Reasons why we go through hard times. Okay, um, I believe that the Bible says the Word of God says. Number one, I believe spiritual growth through trials. Yeah, uh, James one two through four. If you would read that, oh, okay. Doctor Marla, James and as you're looking through there, I, you know, Genghis Khan 
was a very, very interesting fellow. He was kind of short. He was. <laughs> yeah. Okay, James 1, 2, 3, 4, you said? <laughs> yes. Okay, then. All right. Consider it pure joy, my brothers and sisters, whenever you face trials of many kinds, because you know that the testing of your faith produces perseverance. Let perseverance finish its work so that you may be mature and complete, not lacking anything. Yeah. So this verse, these verses suggest that facing trials can lead to spiritual growth. Yeah. Spiritual maturity. Yes. You know, pure joy. I mean, that's just, you know, don't, don't, don't fret. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, because I think it's our faith, just like if you lift weights and you only lift light weight or the same weight every time. Right. Well, you're not going to get any stronger. No, you're not. You're just going to stay right where you're at. Yes. And so in order to get stronger, you need to strain those muscles mm-hmm. and lift heavier. So God allows us through his sovereignty and providence to go through trials to strengthen us. Yes. And and you can look back in your life and say, huh, well, that's why I went through that. Because now I can face this challenge maybe a little bit easier because mm-hmm. I had that challenge. You know, just like when the disciples were in the, the boat going off to the other side of the Sea of Galilee, which it wasn't a sea, it's actually a lake. But uh, it was a big lake, and, and, and a lot of times storms would come powerfully. Some people believe it was even a demonic type of storm that was, um, you know, that was that was definitely a, a spiritual conflict. Okay. Anyway, it was a storm. A storm. It was a perfect storm. Yes. And the disciples were scared, mm. and as they were scared, they woke Jesus, who was sleeping in the back of the boat. Right. During the storm. Yeah. He was sleeping. And the storm comes, and as a result, they wake him, and he says, all ye of no faith. Mm. You know, and, and he told the storm to shut up. He did. He sure and did. it was quiet. And even the waves obeyed him. That's right. And they were more scared. Oh, yeah. They were, because they're like, oh, my goodness. He can tell the ocean, the sea, or the lake what to do. You have to be correct here, Dr. Marla. Um, it's a lake. A it's lake. a lake. Yes. All right. Okay. All right, go. You're on the right train. All now. right, right. All train. right. Yep. So spiritual growth. Jesus was preparing the disciples mm-hmm. to launch them after his resurrection. Oh yes. Yeah. And, and if you study the the disciples, um, many of them went through horrendous trials and and died in horrible ways. And because Jesus was strengthening them, they were able to face those trials. But during that time, they probably did not feel that it was a positive thing. Oh, I'm sure. Just like we don't feel that it's a positive thing when we're going through it. And we want God to get us out of it. Oh, yes, we do. Sometimes God leaves us. Yes, he does. Uh, The second thing aspect to what God's doing through hard times is he's God's refining process. He's refining us. Yes. You know, the idea of God refining individuals through challenging circumstances is found through Isaiah 48.10, which uh, I think is very uh, metaphorical, but that symbolizes a literal time of purification and strengthening of faith. Isaiah 48.10, Behold, I have refined thee, but not with silver. I have chosen thee in the furnace of affliction. You look at Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego. Yes. These men 
I mean, they were they were three of probably three hundred thousand Jews or more. Right. Yes, in Babylon, mm-hmm. and there was some some things that they were willing to change their names to Babylonian names. Right. Uh, they were willing to submit to certain areas. Yes. But when Nebuchadnezzar made an idol of himself, mm-hmm. tells you how much of an egomaniac he was. Well, true. Yeah. They refused to bow down to it. They did. They did. And as a result, they were thrown into a, a fiery furnace. But there's a fourth man in that fire. Yes. Yes, there was. And they did not burn. Their right. clothes did not even smell. Which is crazy. I mean, you cannot be around a fire without it getting to your hair, on your clothes. But they came out and there was not even a smell on them. Not no, Nothing was burned. I mean, God protected them. And and then he got. they got promoted. Yes, they did. You know, they did not compromise. They did not waver. Mm-hmm. And they were not fickle. Right. Like a lot of people today. True. Very true. So God may be refining you yes. to prepare you, to launch you. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, God's, another reason is God, God's plan for good. Mm. God's plan for good. Okay. You don't have to read this one. I have it memorized. Oh, oh good for you. Romans 8.28. Right. Hooked on phonics. Works for me. <laughs> okay. And we know that in all things, God works for the good for those who love him, who have been called according to his purpose. I tell my clients that God can take your mess, turn it to a message for his glory, for their good. Right. And I mean that because it comes from this verse. Yes, it does. And, you, you know, every piece of our life, good, bad, and ugly, God is using for a perfect story mm-hmm. for his glory. Oh, I like that. You yes. like that? I like that. That's yeah. awesome. Yes. Uh, you have any stories from the Bible that reflect that? Um, let's see. Job. Yeah. Absolutely. Do you think Job, through all his suffering, realized how powerful it was used for God's glory? I'm sure he didn't until, you know, later in life, he probably looked back and said, oh, okay. Um, Another one's Joseph. Mm -hmm. Because of Joseph being sold to the Egyptians, the nation of Israel was saved because he was elevated uh, after he went through a bunch of stuff, he was elevated to an Egyptian ruler. I mean, here was a man that, or a boy, mm, a boy, and his brothers were, were jealous of him. They threw yeah. him into a uh, empty well. Told their family that uh, told his told his father that he had died and killed by a wild yeah. animal. Sold into Egypt, became yep. Potiphar's servant. Yep, God was with him mm-hmm. and elevated him, promoted him. His wife accused him of trying to rape her. Right. Although she was the one trying to take advantage of him. Yeah. He's thrown in prison. Yep. Does all these dreams for these people. Gets them out of prison. And then he's left because they forgot him. Right. But right. then it said, this Pharaoh had a nightmare. Mm-hmm. And the wine taster remembered, remembered Joseph. How Joseph had predicted his dream, what it had explained his dream and what it meant. And Yeah. And he would be exalted to yes. second most powerful person in Egypt, right. to Pharaoh. Yep. And he would save his people, save the world, yes. ultimately save Judah, who Jesus would come out of and bring salvation he to did. the whole world. Definitely. Yeah. Yes. Well, Lots th- of good examples in the Bible. 
Um, yeah, that's an awesome one. Developing character. Oh, that's a hard one. But Developing character. Oh, no, Lord. Please say it ain't so, Joe. Right. Read Romans 5, 3 through 4. Okay. Romans 5, 3 through 4. Romans 5, 3 through 4. 3 through 4. All right. We can rejoice, too, when we run into problems and trials, for we know that they help us develop endurance, and endurance develops strength of character. Character strengthens our confident hope of salvation. Hard times make tough people. They do. Hard yeah. times can either break you or make you stronger. Yeah. It yes. shapes our character. Right. It leads us stronger to hope in God. Yes. You know, if if I would not have been broken when I was 25 years old, mm-hmm. I would never have come to know Jesus. Right. Yeah. But that, I mean, yeah. I mean, I would never have come to know Jesus. You know, sometimes we wonder if we had millions of dollars and all this that, oh, life would be much easier. But yeah, we would not have need for God. No, we wouldn't because we would be depending on the money and on the people in our lives and on ourselves um, instead of on God. And that gets to the next one is leaning, leaning, learning and leaning mm-hmm. on the dependency of God. Good. Yeah. That's good. Yeah. And Proverbs 3, 5 through 6. Okay. Proverbs 3, 5 through 6. Trust in the Lord with all your heart and lean not on your own understanding. In all your ways, acknowledge him and he will make your path straight. Difficulty teach us submission and trust in God, relying on God and not our own strength. Right. Because, I mean, at the end of the day, we don't have enough strength to rely on. And even those around us, our loved ones, they can't always hold us up. No, we can't always make our lives better. I mean, God is the only one that truly can do that. And uh, when you have nothing, mm-hmm. you have you you have nothing to lose, right? But everything to gain by trusting in Christ. Yes, definitely. Yeah. Humility and surrender. Mm. Hard times can lead to humility. They can. And I like that surrender because sometimes, you know, God has to put us somewhere to where we say, okay, God, you take it. It's yours. You take my life. You do what you're going to do with me so I can, I can honor you. You know, second Corinthians 12, nine through 10, uh, you don't necessarily have to read okay. it. It talks about Paul having a thorn in the flesh. Yes. We don't know what it was. I we think don't. if we knew what it was, we would be proud of it because right. we would say oh, Paul had it. Paul had. Yeah. Yeah, no. Um, but no matter if it was physical, if it was a sin he was struggling with, if it was mm-hmm. persecution, right? whatever, Yeah. Um, Paul asked God to take it away three times. He did, and then he didn't take it away. And God said, my grace is sufficient for you. Right. For my power is made perfect in weakness. Mm-hmm. And therefore, I bo- I will boast all the more gladly about my weakness, so that Christ may rest on me. Yes. Yeah. Yes. Finally, preparation for service. Ah. Go ahead and read Second Timothy two twenty through twenty one. Okay. Second Timothy two twenty through twenty one. Yep. All right. 
In a large house, there are articles not only. Is, am I reading the right? Yep. Thing? Okay. In a large house, there are articles not only of gold and silver, but also of wood and clay. Some are for special purposes, and some for common use. Those who cleanse themselves from the latter will be instruments for special purposes, made holy, useful to the master, and prepared to do any good work. Trials prepare us for the roles and service that God has predestined us to do for his glory. Right. And to encourage and uh, edify his church. True. And so it talks about there's different types of articles. Mm -hmm. Some of them are, you know, the church is made up of all these different spiritual gifts. Right. All the different skill levels. Right. And they all work together mm-hmm. for the unity of the body right. and the edification of the church for the glory of God. Which is, that's really cool. Yeah. And so a lot of times the things we go through fit in one of those categories that we read. Mm-hmm. Um, even if it is a sin that we're doing mm-hmm. and we're going through hard times because of that, he's still teaching. He does. He does. We have to. Uh, we have to just pay attention to what God's doing in our lives. What is it that uh, the teacher is silent when you're taking a test? Yes. Yeah. And God is often silent. Well, He's not really silent, but we feel like He is when we're going through trials and tribulations. He's right there with us. Yes. But uh, yeah. And so yeah, when you're going through hard times, it's easy to want to throw in the towel. True. Um, but don't. I mean, think of old Rocky <laughs> when he's, you know, he's fighting. How many fights was he in? He was I think they have Rocky three. six coming out. And then they had, yeah, that, yeah, they need yeah. to bring that one up. <laughs> well, he never quit. No, he didn't quit. He almost did, but yeah. a couple. But you know, he didn't quit. No. And as Christians, we don't need to quit. We no. need to persevere. And uh, allow the teacher to mold us to, to yes. what he wants us to do for his glory. Absolutely. And this mm-hmm. teaches us mm-hmm. that God can take our mess, turn it to a message for his glory, for our good. Thanks for listening, everybody. Have a great day. Goodbye.